0: Okay, restart, reset, Elisha, cut this part out. (coughs) Oh, can I cough too? Yeah. Yeah, good. (coughs) Go on. I'm just going to cut out the last, like, minute. Yeah, that's okay. Hi, and welcome to the Home of Champions podcast. I am Elisha Tatarera, and I am your host for today. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited that you are here. This is our first ever episode, our pilot episode. It's crazy. I can't wait to see where this goes. Across this season, we will be bringing in some amazing people from a wide variety of backgrounds to share their journey and their experiences through the art of storytelling in the hopes of inspiring and empowering you to be courageous, to step out on your dreams, and to build a meaningful and purposeful life. Today, I invite a special friend onto this show, Nathan Benjamin, as our very first guest ever. So sit back, be prepared for some laughs and a lot of mistakes. Thank you for coming along on this journey today.
1: No, don't stop, Elisha. Like, continue. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm not sure about. But I can hear you, so I'll repeat. Elisha is fumbling for words. As normal. As normal. Elisha enters the room, holding two cups of tea, one in a mug, in a cat mug. I thought it was Batman. <laughs> it looked like a Batman mug. So, this one is for you. Thank you.
0: Because of the, the writing on the cup. Okay.
1: I love my dad very, 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 very much. Way to hit it on a soft point straight away!
0: Jeez. I bought it on Father's Day for my dad, and somehow I'm the one that ended up with it. Um. Okay.
1: We love you, Elisha, Dad. Elisha did nod. (laughs) Just if you're listening to this, he does love you.
0: I love my dad very, 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 very
1: much. And one upside down very. One spelled backwards. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get this show on the road.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming yeah. on the show. Yeah. How do you feel? First
1: episode.
0: Couldn't find anyone better. <laughs> All right. This is great. Um, so, to be honest. Clearly, I had a free schedule. <laughs> um, I contacted 10 other people and they weren't available. So, you uh, knew it. You might be lucky Legs 11. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show. No, um, thank you
1: for having me. It's an honour and a pleasure to be a part of this. It's been a long time coming and there's a lot of anticipation. Millions of fans out there. Oh,
0: you know it. Yeah, and then you have some as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am excited. It is It is so cool. It is awesome. You are a very creative person. You're a brilliant mind. Um, I've known you for a few years, but... How about, can you give us a background of who Nathan Benjamin is?
1: Right. Well, that's a pretty broad question because I'm currently on the journey of figuring that out for myself. Um, But currently, I work in the disability industry as my main source of employment, um, dealing with majority mental health um, within the Bundaberg region. Um, I also moonlight as a photographer, working at uh, nightclubs and events predominantly, um, and that in its own in its own right shares some <laughs> some very interesting um, stories um, weekend to weekend. Um, so yeah, I, like Elisha says, I pride myself on being creative in everything I do, whether it's um you know creative ways of supporting people with disabilities or um expressing my creativity through my art form which is photography it's yeah it's been a been an interesting ride and a lot has changed over the last sort of 3 to 4 years and i'm hoping that we're just getting the snowball rolling just and getting started it's going to be uh it's going to be an interesting ride retirement by by 30 that's that's the goal it's Sit possible back and it's possible. kick my feet up what? back and you know turn into a consultant <laughs> where i do nothing and just get paid for it
0: uh while you're sipping a margarita on a beach somewhere exactly <laughs> or a very hot tea elijah's <laughs> maybe um how do you like the tea i do love it yeah it's it it does have a different
1: taste to um bushels yeah but you want to Give the um, podcast audience a bit of a background on this tea. Where is it from?
0: Yeah, so Sheriff. this tea is from Zimbabwe, which if anyone out there doesn't know, Zimbabwe is a country in Africa. And when I went to Zimbabwe in 2019, I, I love tea. So as I was leaving, I just bought pack bags and bags, packets of tea. So I probably got like a couple thousand tea bags. Wow. Yeah, so it's not like some creative flavour or blend, it's your very basic black tea, um, but it's from the homeland. Absolutely, that's amazing. And
1: is (laughs) Africa known for its tea production? Like, is that a, is that like a hidden gem? Like, um, you know, certain regions of the world are known for coffee, like um, Ethiopia and all that are known for their flavour of
0: coffee. Is Africa and tea, you know, a... So to be honest, um, I'm not sure, but from what I've experienced and from like my family history, I would say yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so my dad and his side of the family, um, are very big drinkers and they're all (laughs) tea drinkers. (laughs) And there's um, no judgment here. I'm kind of a
1: little bit disappointed. It's 8.30 and, um, I don't have beer. (laughs) What sort of podcast is this? On Joe Rogan's,
0: I would have been getting drunk by now. (laughs) Um, I'm sure you have some really interesting stories through the different things that you've been involved in Mm -hmm. um, and working at event centres, event venues and doing photography. But on that note, with venues, have you seen that social experiment where this guy, I think he's wearing a high-vis shirt um, and he carries a ladder and he just tries to get into all these crazy places, like hotels, other places, like the back of restaurants, places like that. Um, and they just let him through because he's holding a ladder and he looks like he's got something, somewhere to be. Yep. If you were that guy, where would you try to get into? Oh, jeez. Um, you know, what,
1: what pops in my head straight away is we're in Sydney. It's Mardi Gras time. Okay. The streets are packed with everyone in their tinsel to tiaras and the floats are coming through and I identify the biggest float and I walk out with my ladder and say that I'm with the health and safety officer (laughs) and I climb aboard that float with my ladder, climb to the very top of it, rip my pants off and start dancing at the top of my ladder. That is what I would do. (laughs) That is a very bright picture right there. You know, exposing my um, green and gold glitter thong and shaking it. That's (laughs) hey, you only live once. Exactly, and um, I'm pretty sure I'd die because you know, fresh meat. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, you've got to take advantage of the the small moments where you know. When doing these social experiments, you've got to try something that hasn't been done before. And I haven't seen anyone climb to the top of a Mardi Gras float exactly. in high fears,
0: And... You have you have know, to shock people. Exactly. See what their reaction is. Yeah. So, one of the things that... <laughs> Still trying to get that mental image out of my head. <laughs> um, Wash
1: is thinking about joining me. <laughs>
0: When I'm 70 years old, you know. 70
1: years old. Hold that to it. We'll be on um, podcast episode 7 million
0: and we'll refer back to the <laughs> first to one. one. Uh, so we've had, we've had a couple adventures together. Um, we had that, the trip to Adelaide um, where we flew to Adelaide, bought a car and then drove it through the middle of Australia. I'd like to say we didn't buy a car. Let's,
1: let's just yeah, make yeah, that yeah. very clear. I bought start a car. Start that again, Elisha. Yes. Sorry. Go. Thank you.
0: Hmm. I want to rephrase no, don't right.
1: actually start again. I'm just saying, we <laughs> did not make I this poor a
0: decision. <laughs> I bought a high interest, <laughs> a high, high interest loan, um, car. From the other side of Australia. From the other side of Australia, and when okay, let's start this again because this is, I actually want this in there. Yeah, this would be good. So we've had a couple adventures together. Mm-hmm. So one of our last ones was flying to Adelaide from Brisbane, and I bought a car. I bought a car, and um, you came along with me and um, another mate of ours as well. So we flew to Adelaide, bought this car, and then drove it through the middle of Australia. Oh gosh! You that need was to a... put the
1: you need to put the time frame on this. Too. The time frame. The time frame of you deciding on this car was approximately twenty four hours before driving down. Like, it wasn't much notice for it. Yeah. Um, so similar to this podcast, you just took whoever was available. <laughs> um... I think I just like messaged you. I was like, "Hey, do you want to go to Adelaide?" <laughs> exactly. I had I had known Elisha for like I'd only met you like two or three times. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really didn't know you. Um, it was more just who has a license. You were <laughs> because we were both on a red peas or something. Good behaviour, I think. As yeah, well. we were both on good behaviour. Um,
0: yeah, and yeah. no, I think I messaged you, messaged um someone else as well. I was like, hey, do you want to go to, do you want to go to Adelaide? I need to pick up a car. What happened next? We the following day, your dad picked us up
1: from from all of our houses at like That's three right.
0: thirty a.m.
1: Yeah, and we tr- um. He drove down to 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 Brisbane just under the speed limit from memory. <laughs> um, we had a had a meeting in the sunny coast.
0: So yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even remember that. You've got a good memory. I do have yeah. a good memory. Um and then rushing to Brisbane <laughs> to catch a flight. That's right. Yeah, actually we were almost late, weren't we?
1: Yeah. And then you reread the ticket because it was
0: <laughs> What was on the ticket?
1: Oh, you it was our flight was at like one o'clock and so it said thirteen hundred and you read it as twelve. Like That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so we were getting like rushing there, like your dad threw us out and he's like, We gotta catch this plane then we were like an hour and a half early. (laughs) (laughs) And then it got (laughs) delayed.
0: Oh that's right, (laughs) yes. That's and we almost we missed um so when we actually got on the plane, we flew to Adelaide just to purchase this car and, and then we drive get straight back. we get to the dealership yep. and they were closed by like yep. 5 minutes and i even called ahead saying we'd be a bit late and they didn't stay open yep. we got there there was no one there Yep. it's like great customer service guys yeah and then we stayed in a very
1: expensive um, <laughs> hotel <laughs> that was only expensive because we walked in off the street <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly um you know spontaneous adventures what else Absolutely. would you want like? <laughs> yeah
1: and then we so the following day you you bought the car yeah and um what
0: interest rate just reminds um yeah let's not talk about that but um <laughs> yeah high very, In, high, interest very rate, high interest rate very poor business decision yep and um yeah something but that i've okay, learned from
1: because it was the car you didn't even know it, it, was. <laughs> it
0: wasn't even the right car <laughs> i They had the car listed on the website, listed on car sales as this SUV with a sunroof and everything, this completely different model car. And we get to the car yard in the morning, um, and it wasn't even the same model. (laughs) They had listed the wrong model car. It was a hatchback and it was valued a bit less than the actual, um, car that I was going down for. Cause half the reason I was flying down was because of the massive um price difference between what the car was valued at and what I was buying it at. Yep. So in other words, I was ripped off. Yeah. Um but we but only you... found this out. We only like I it only clicked after like a few hours into driving. Yeah. Like
1: Yeah. <laughs> we we were two Red Bulls in and then It's
0: <laughs> like is this the right car?
1: Exactly. Uh... yeah and then yeah. hightailing it back to to Bundaberg because we all had work like the next day so (laughs) we drove 24 hours straight back to Bundaberg
0: from Adelaide to Bundaberg through the middle of Australia in about yeah 24 to 26 hours yeah um what 2500 k's or something oh it was a lot of driving it was a long drive the only time we stopped was for fuel and that was it basically Yes, that's right. And in the middle of the night in like minus a few degrees temperature. Yeah. To have a bit of a stretch. <laughs> then Tristan would always drive with the windows
1: down, which was freezing. <laughs> freezing. Yes. Cold. Oh, good times. Especially through um central New South Wales there.
0: No, that was fun. And I mean, at the end of the day, I worked out something in the dealership where they compensated me for it being the wrong car. Um yeah. So, I, um, I'm someone that always likes to think big, dream big. <laughs> Sometimes that's a problem. Yes. Um, because you can dream big and then either not actually get anything done or not, um, not always have the tools to turn that big dream into um, practical steps or practical goals and actually get going on something. Mm-hmm. So, do you think it's important to dream big
1: I've um I've shied away from from big dreams mm. just because you well at least for myself I spend too much time thinking of you know the the big dream and it's often materialistic yeah yeah and it doesn't align with what I actually want yeah you yeah know, like we could all say I' love a big house but I don't clean the house I live in now <laughs> like and I uh, and having, you know, excess rooms and couches and stuff. I haven't experienced it, but I imagine I would feel quite lonely within it. So mm. those those sort of materialistic goals don't don't really align with, with my values. So yeah, yeah. um I heard of a life model called the Journey, and the journey is to have small micro goals along Along your life, um, but looking instead of being focused on this one goal, you then have multiple goals and you keep your peripheral vision wide open for the next thing. Okay. And yeah. so throughout your life, you, you may, you know, pursue one thing for a long time and then divert off and do something else. And um, even in my 20s, Oh, how old am I now? 23 years. It's sort of... It's given me control and makes me feel like I'm achieving things. Yeah. Even yeah. if they are only small things. Yeah. And that sort of... That perpetual movement forward is what's hopefully going to...
0: That's um, very similar to where I'm at at the moment. I um, I still dream big. Um, yep. I'm a big dreamer. You can catch me daydreaming anywhere, any day. But... um. I've realized that what's most important for me is what I'm doing now in the present and just focusing on doing things little by little um, to build whatever big picture I'm working towards. Yeah. Um, and I know Bill Gates has said, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Yeah. Um, currently, I would love to live in just
1: like a studio apartment. Like, oh. that is... Oh, I'm really... A loft in New York. That's what I want. Look, not even that, because they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Man, I... Like, my real estate agent, Shane, he can he not convince me to buy that. Um, <laughs> and he can convince anyone to buy anything. Exactly, because he's a good man. Yes. Um, <laughs> but no, so... Even in... Could you live in a caravan? And where would you park the caravan? You could park it anywhere on the side of the road. Mm. Anywhere.
0: Where would you park your caravan? Could I live in a caravan? First of all, that's an interesting question. Um, that sort of confined, claustrophobic. If I needed to for a time, I would, but it wouldn't mean it wouldn't be my ideal living situation. Where would I? Where would I park it? I'd park it actually I could I could do it and I'd park it near the beach yeah any particular beach Noosa Noosa beach. Noosa heads yeah. yeah just park it go out for a surf in the morning have some like chairs with your, with,
1: with your beach blonde hair
0: oh <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do blonde tips
1: oh yes blonde tips on this safari. we gotta make this happen anyone <laughs> anyone got some land at Noosa heads we can park Elijah's caravan <laughs> does anyone get a caravan <laughs> Oh, we'll sort the caravan out. I just want to see the blonde tips. I'm prepared to finance this.
0: Um, hey, anything's possible. That's true. This um, These are going to be bloopers, okay? Audio bloopers. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's great.
1: As long as you put in the bloopers, my part about standing on the top of a ladder. my <laughs> like green. Shoot? With my like green...
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, so, <clears throat> thankfully this isn't live. Um, I've got somewhere I want to go. I'm just trying to think of how to get there. This is honestly great, Elisha. <laughs> uh,
1: we didn't even need alcohol to make a fool of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all.
0: It must be the tea. There's something in yeah, the tea. Yeah, exactly. Maybe there weren't tea leaves. I hope not. I've got a <laughs> big day at work. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey everyone, if you're still listening, um, thank you. Nathan had to leave, but I would like to give this a bit of a wrap up and give you a bit of vision for where I would love to see this podcast go. So, first of all, I have learnt my lesson when it comes to making important decisions and especially doing my due diligence on any any financial purchases. But on the trip to Adelaide, I also learned the weird ways that you can build friendships and that it's important to have spontaneous adventures in life. And Nathan Benjamin, he's been a great friend of mine. I am so grateful that he said yes to being part of this first episode and helping me put this together. He has been a massive inspiration um, and source of motivation for me in my life. I remember a few years ago when I was studying my business diploma, I was near the end of it. I had an assessment left to do. And I just had so much going on and I was behind in my study. I was behind in my reading and I just didn't feel like I was going to be able to, to be able to get it done and pass. And Nathan Benjamin was the person who came alongside me and he just challenged me and pushed me and helped me get over myself, um, and just get it done. And I did it. I finished it and passed. So I'm just really grateful that he's been a part of this, um, and that he came on. So we touched on dreaming big. And for me, it's been really the lesson that I've learned at the moment is to focus on small steps towards my big dream. And this podcast here today, this is part of that big dream. This is one of those small steps, releasing this episode towards a big dream that I have of inspiring and inhel- and helping others. And there are three things that I would love to see this podcast do for you. One is inspire I would love this podcast to inspire you to dream big, to take a step out towards whatever it is you want to work on, or just even just inspire you to get up out of bed in the morning and be excited about the day and your life. The second thing is empower. I would love to see this podcast help empower you, give you the practical tools, tips, strategies, methods on whatever it is that you're wanting to do or see in your life. And the third thing is community. As this podcast grows, the Homer Champions organization and community will be growing as well. And our goal is to create spaces and places for you to be championed and for you to help champion others. So we'll be growing on social media, in in person meetups, and so many other places, and creating areas where you can connect with other like minded people and also potentially connect with mentors or other leaders and people that can help push you and help you get where you want to be so thank you for coming along on this journey Um, and I promise you the next episode won't have as much coughing and coffee cup noises hitting the table um, and there will be better audio level but thank you for being here today